Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Hello and welcome to the Market Your Message show. I'm your host, Jonathan Milligan, and author of the book, Your Message Matters, How to Rise Above the Noise and Get Paid for What You Know. And we're currently in our book club series. We are actually just started a couple episodes ago, so you can always catch up with us if you're just catching us in the middle. But we have decided to take my book, Your Message Matters, and teach through it over the course of several weeks. So the book can serve as a textbook, and then you can use this podcast as audio teaching, as an audio course. And I'm going to give you some behind the scenes, provide some context to the book, some extra exercises to help you to take your message and get it out there and build an audience with it. So this podcast is ideal for those of you who would consider yourself to be messengers. That means you're a writer or you're a speaker, you're a coach, you're somebody who wants to either podcast, blog, you want to start a YouTube channel, you want to speak for a living, All of those things is what we talk about each and every week. Now, if you don't have a copy of the book, Your Message Matters, you can actually get a free copy sent to your home address. All you have to do is go to yourmessagemattersbook.com, yourmessagemattersbook.com. The link is also in the show notes, and we will send you a free copy, a physical copy of the book. Now, all we ask is that you pay $4.95 for the shipping and handling, and the book is yours. So go to yourmessagemattersbook.com. Okay, today we're going to dive back into chapter three. So if you have your book with you, I'm actually starting on page 38. And on page 38, there's a title called A Message from the Future. So the title of this lesson is actually Present Courage. The power of present courage. Now, I talk about this a lot, but I believe that this is fundamentally so important because many of us aspiring messengers, we have this message in our heart, but the thing that stops us the most is stepping out and sharing it, right? We have all those feelings like the imposter syndrome, the feelings of, um, I don't know if I'm going to be good enough. There's always looking at everybody else and saying, everybody else is doing this so much better than I could ever do it. But the truth is, there are people waiting for you that need to hear it from your style, your experience, your unique strengths. They need to hear it from you, your personality. I'm much different than other people in my space. I tend to be more laid back. I tend to be more of a teacher. When you look at other online marketers, they tend to be a little bit more outgoing, a little bit more in your face, a little bit funnier, but I just have to be who I am. And as I lean into what 
I naturally am. And we're going to be talking about this more in the weeks ahead. As I lean into how I'm, how God uniquely designed me, I stand out more from the crowd. That's how you stand out. You don't stand out by trying to be somebody you're not. You stand out by being yourself. But all of that requires present courage. There's two words there, present and courage. You got to have courage. We all know what that is, but it has to be in this moment, present right now. It it can't be, cannot be, oh, I used to have courage or I did this courageous thing in the past. No, it's got to be now. You got to have present courage. So let's kick off with this story. I'm going to read it word for word on page 38. It was the night before my live event in Jacksonville, Florida, and attendees had flown in from all over to attend this two-day workshop. I was sitting in the hotel room finishing up the last few slides when a sudden thought occurred to me. What if I played my very first YouTube video for the live audience? By the way, side note, I actually did this. So I had this idea literally the night before that I wanted to start off the two-day conference by sharing with them how terrible my first YouTube video was, how creepy it was, how just terrible it was. Because I think oftentimes we look at these people we look up to, these mentors, these coaches, these gurus, and we think, man, they just had a natural ability to speak in front of a camera, or they just had a natural ability to talk on stage. And that's not true. So I wanted to show people that so they could see how terrible it was and have some self-deprecating humor where they can just laugh at me. And I was totally fine with that. All right, let's jump back in. So I wanted to show my very first YouTube video. My hope was that by showing them my first video, I would help them to push past fear and get started. So I went searching way back into the archives of my account and finally arrived at my very first YouTube video. And what I saw next stunned me. The publication date, in other words, the day I hit publish on my very first video was June 21st, 2009. The opening day of my live event was June 21st, 2019. In other words, it was the exact same day just 10 years apart. And when I saw that, I like sat back in my chair and I began to think, what if I had listened to all those voices of fear and doubt and decided not to hit publish that day? Was that moment of courage 10 years earlier on June 21st, 2009, what had led to a room full of people wanting to learn from me a decade later? Now, being a fan of the Back to the Future movie, I thought, what if I could hop in the DeLorean and set the date for June 21st, 2009? What would I say to my younger self? I decided I would probably tap him on the shoulder and say, be brave. People getting the help they need in the future depends on your courage in this moment. You got this. And I would encourage my younger self to demonstrate a thing that I call present courage. And my friend, that's what I'm encouraging you to tap into as well. Every business you admire can be traced back to a moment of present courage. 
That single solitary act of signing the lease, buying the domain name, or turning the closed sign over to read open for business. Walt Disney started his animation studio in the loft of a barn. Jeff Bezos began Amazon in the garage of a rented home in Bellevue, Washington. Apple Computers was founded by two college dropouts, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, who started building the first Apple computer in Jobs' garage. If you're going to get your message into the world, you'll need to have present courage. And then I go on to the book and I talk about this illustration. I want you to think about this. I want you to picture yourself. You're standing in front of a 20 foot high brick wall. And all that you have on the brick wall is a single rope that's hanging down in front of you. And you have this hunch that what you most want in life, your big dream, is just on the other side of the wall. The problem is you can't see it. The wall's too high. And you have no idea what's waiting for you on the other side of the wall. On top of that, scaling the wall with this rope feels dangerous. It feels scary. And by the way, pursuing our dreams and putting our message out there is dangerous. It is scary. But what if there were thousands of people rooting for you to climb over that wall of courage? What if the people just on the other side of that wall represented your future fans and your future customers? What if you could hear them cheering you on? That's what I mean when I say that the people you most want to help are just on the other side of your courage. There's a great quote from John Wayne. He said, courage is filling the fear and saddling up anyways. I love that. But you might be thinking, that's easy for John Wayne to say, but what about little old me? I'm not as talented. I'm not as well as equipped. I don't have a lot of great skills. I'm a little raw. Let me remind you of another story. It's Martin Luther King Jr. He's most known for his I Have a Dream speech, and for good reason. But did you know one of my favorite speeches of his is actually a sermon that he preached to his own congregation? In order to strengthen their resolve, he this is what he prayed. Lord, help me to accept my tools. However dull they are, help me to accept them. And then, Lord, after I have accepted my tools, then help me to set out and do what I can with my tools. Displaying present courage is not about having access to the best tools, having all of the skills perfected. Courage is about stepping forward with what we have because the mission is that important. All right, so I'm gonna give you three practical ways to view the power of present courage to help get you started, all right? So number one, shift the focus away from yourself. And man, this is so easy for us to do by default because we are the messenger. And so as being the messenger, we can tend to put ourselves out there as the knowledge expert, as the authority. And many of us don't even like those words. Influencer. 
I remember when I went, I was invited to a conference a few years back as one of the presenters, one of the speakers. And they gave me a badge to wear. And on the badge, it had my name, but then it had the word icon. And I was supposed to wear this badge around the whole time with like influencer icon on it. And I don't know, I felt incredibly uncomfortable with that. Even though I knew that the business I had built, many that were there, they were just getting started. They would love to build the business I had built. And I knew that I had some successes and some things to share with them and some mistakes. But it just felt uncomfortable wearing icon as on my badge with my name. And that's probably true for a lot of us. We do struggle with those things because we think, well, are we supposed to put ourselves out there? Here's the good news if you're feeling this. You don't. It's actually about shifting the focus away from yourself. And I talk about this a lot in the book, but I believe confidence comes when we shift it away from ourselves and we place it on the message. If the message you're passionate about has the ability to change lives, put your confidence in that. Don't put it in yourself. Here's what happens when we put it in ourselves. When we put us in the spotlight, when we try to be the hero, instead of allowing our audience to become the hero, a lot of bad things happen. Let me give you an example. Public speaking. That's nerve wracking for a lot of people, right? Including myself. If you've got these type of thoughts going on in your head, let me give you some examples. How can I get the audience to like me? Do they think I'm funny? I hope they agree with the points I'm trying to get across. Do they think I'm a good speaker or a boring one? Now, notice all of those statements I just said include the word me or I. When you focus on yourself, the ego is in charge. And when the ego is in charge, we've misplaced our priorities. No wonder it gets difficult and hard and confusing. But the good news is, for those of us who don't enjoy the spotlight, it's not about you anyways. It's about the message and its end result, which is the transformation of others. So that can help you to step out and be courageous because it's about the message and that's important, right? Are you with me? I hope that you are. Here's number two. Number two is to see excuses as lies you tell yourself. Now, one day I wrote on a sticky note, this is what I wrote. Excuses are lies you tell yourself. Now, I read that from a book from Robert Kiyosaki. Many of you know him as the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but that just really stuck with me. I put it on a sticky note. I wanted to look at it daily. And so I placed that sticky note on the computer monitor so that I could be reminded of it constantly. Because here's what happens for us. What happens for us is the excuses sound noble. They sound reasonable when they're in our own heads. But when we either verbalize them out loud or we write them down, we see how ridiculous they are. That the excuses that we really have, we're really just lying to ourselves. And so you have the opportunity to say, no, I'm not going to allow myself to lie to myself, I am going to squash that because excuses are really just lies that I've told 
myself. They're false assumptions. They're not based in truth. They're most of the time, they're based in fear. I love this quote from Stephen Pressfield. In the book, it's on page 42, most of the way down. Next, the last paragraph. This is what he said in his book, Turning Pro. When we turn pro, everything becomes simple. Our aim centers on the ordering of our days in such a way that we overcome the fears that have paralyzed us in the past. This changes our days completely. It changes what time we get up and it changes what time we go to bed. It changes what we do and what we don't do. It changes the activities we engage in and with what attitude we engage in them. That's what happens. Turning pro is a decision. It is a decision you make when you stop listening to your excuses. Here's number three. Measure your actions, not your results. If you want to have present courage, if you want to live every day courageous, then you have to learn to measure your actions, not your results. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but stick with me. Because you know what we say? I want results now. Have you ever said that? We live in a world where people expect instant results. We want what we want and we want it now. But simply put, too much pressure on ourselves to see the results now. We want to justify our actions too quickly. So one of the biggest myths in business is this idea of overnight success. Wherever there's a story of an instant breakthrough, there's also an untold story of years of preparation. What happens is we often see a person's sudden onstage appearance and think they just got lucky. The stars were aligned. They must have known someone. They were in the right place at the right time. While sometimes that can be true, there's another truth that cannot be denied. They've just been preparing backstage for a long time. Let me give you an illustration, analogy, I think will really help. It's the Japanese bamboo tree. After the seed of a Japanese bamboo tree is planted, it can be watered and nurtured for years without showing any outward signs of growth. That's like putting a seed in the ground and watering it for years and never seeing a sprout. But after five years, something amazing happens with that Japanese bamboo tree. You know what happens? It grows nearly 90 feet in just six weeks. 90 feet. So here's the real question. Did the bamboo tree grow in six weeks or five years? What's the point? Your growth cannot always be measured with results. That's the whole point here. And what happens is we start something and we stop. And we're constantly starting and stopping. Let me end with a really good illustration that I've used again and again, but I think it's so true. It's about the analogy of a farmer. So what I want you to end with, I know I've covered a lot. I want you to end with this idea of becoming a farmer. Because here's why. Farmers don't focus on results. They focus on action. Sure, they want a bountiful harvest. That's what they want. 
but they know that it's a result of doing a lot of daily things without an immediate result. So imagine this. Imagine a farmer who spends an entire day planting seeds in his field. The next day he wakes up, hurries to the window, hoping to see a knee-high crop. But when he sees nothing, he exclaims, see, I knew this wasn't going to work. As absurd as that sounds, we do the same thing every day. We take a little bit of action, hoping for an immediate result. When we don't see results, we convince ourselves of all the reasons why our efforts will never work. Most people plant in the spring only to give up in the harvest in the fall. Don't let that be said of you. Become a farmer. Give yourself permission to measure your actions and not your results for a season. So we have covered a lot in this episode all about present courage and understanding the power of present courage. Now, in the next episode, we're going to dive into chapter three, the secret to building a business and life you love. Now, remember, we're eventually going to get to the marketing. We're going to get to the tactics. We're going to get to some practical tips. But the first part of this journey is about getting you the messenger right because you're building a personal brand and we need to unpack your strengths. We need to define your message. We need to get you to take action. Those are all important elements. I could teach you all the marketing tips and strategies, but if you don't deal with the messenger first, your own self-development, you'll never take the action that you need. All right. So that's the end of this episode. Again, if you don't have a copy of the book, happy to send you one for free. All you got to do is go to yourmessagemattersbook.com. Again, it's yourmessagemattersbook.com. And for just $4.95 shipping, we will ship you out a book. All right. Take a moment and like, share, review, or rate our episode. Let us know if you're enjoying this series. We'd love to get some feedback from you. And until next time, never forget your message matters.